0: Welcome back to another market update brought to you by micardo.com.au. This week, a number of our staff are out. Olivia's on holiday and Robert and Matt are out in various locations doing presentations on markets. So it's just myself today and uh, we'll start off with grain, but I'm going to look at covering a bit on wool and uh, sheep. So the grain market this week, it was a bit of another interesting one this week. Basically, we saw overseas markets uh, rally a bit on the early part of the week as a result of increased oil prices uh, due to the attack uh, by potentially by Iran on Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabian oil field. So basically, that pushed up uh, crude oil prices, which then had an impact upon basically all the other commodities, uh, which included agricultural commodities. Since then, it's, it's, it's fallen back a little bit. But at the end of the day, our price is the most interesting price for us at the moment is the Australian local price, which is really being driven by bases. And we have seen ASX wheat futures rising. Uh, they'd fallen down last week to about three fifty five. They've now slowly gained back up to three sixty seven. But volume is quite uh, quite light. Uh, there's not much actually trading, but it is is higher. Uh, there was a comment from a bank last week which basically had said that uh, we could see prices rising above last year's levels. Uh, looking at that, it's, it's going to have to go some way to get there because uh, year on year for the harvest contract for ASX, we're talking about a $78 difference between uh, the price for, for this coming harvest versus uh, last harvest on the same week of last year. It's not to say that couldn't happen, but we'll really need something to go wrong even further locally, plus potentially a bit of a pickup from, from overseas prices. Okay, on to sheep. Obviously, this is not my area of expertise, but we'll give it a shot. It can't be that hard, surely. Uh, really, the big thing that we've been looking at has been the, the, the moratorium in Western Australia on sheep live exports. So originally it was scheduled to run from June through to September, however there was a bit of a surprise when the Department of Ag extended that hiatus until uh, late September. And this this, this extension of three weeks saw Western Australian trade lamb prices tumble from 840 cents and it got smashed right the way down to 662 cents. And that's whilst prices for trade lamb in the East eased over the same period, the magnitude of the fall was far less. So we saw the Eastern States Trade Lamp Indicator uh, drop 4.6%, which was compared to the uh, 21.2% decline in the Western Australian Trade lime Indicator, which saw the spread widen between the two from 29 cents discount to like a, a pretty horrific 167 cents discount, and and we can only really say that that's because of the the trade in in in, in live exports. Really, what we're basically seeing is this, this hiatus and this moratorium has caused a, a dramatic discount in, in sheep prices uh, compared to the East Coast in Western Australia, and uh, we are seeing that uh, those, those Middle Eastern countries are importing from other origins. They haven't switched to box meat from, from Australia. They've switched to buying more from you know, Romania and uh, now South Africa. Not a good picture for, for the industry going forward in Western Australia. Uh, we just don't have the domestic demand over there to to meet uh, the supply. You can read the full article uh, on that on Mercado.com.au. Uh, there's a lot of good, good charts in there. And we actually did produce a report for LiveCore, a part of a series which is looking at what the impact of the moratorium or a potential ban would have on the industry. Last but not least, the wool market. We, there was a bit of speculation at the start of the week that the market would fall. That didn't occur. The uh, eastern market indicator rose by 7 cents, or 12% for the week, to finish at fifteen forty-two cents This was helped slightly by a uh, falling Aussie dollar. Uh, western Australia also had a positive result. Their western market indicator rose by 18 cents. Again, it was the finer types that performed the strongest, right across all the selling Uh, centres. crossbreeds were generally unchanged. However, the Merino Card indicators in Sydney and Fremantle lifted, with the thousand cent mark again back in sight. August was a bit of a horror month when it comes to pricing, and we had previously looked at how August compared to prior price falls, and we fought with the the massive increase in prices last week, we see how it compared in terms of uh, weekly price change rankings. It really all depends on which indicator is analysed. For 19 and 21 microns, it was the biggest one week price rise in 30 years and in proportional terms it ranked third for the 21 micron and fifth for the 19 microns. For the average merino micron combing price, the rise was a bit more sedate but still respectable last week ranking 13th place a good uh, rise considering that's uh, the 13th highest since 1989 things were looking up pretty well last week and uh, yeah this week we got another bit of a rise who knows where it's going to go from here I'll leave that for the other guys to answer and I'm sure we'll have lots more analysis out in the next week Uh, so that's really it for for the markets at the moment in Australian agriculture as we always ask you please leave a like or a rating or a review on this podcast, uh, wherever you listen to it, whether it's Spotify or or iTunes. It's really helpful for us because it pushes us up the rankings and uh, more people see it and more people get to use this podcast, which makes it more valuable for us to continue to offer offer this service. Uh, If you can share it with your friends, family and colleagues, that would be much appreciated. Uh, hope you have a good weekend, and I hope those who need rain get it. I hope it stays warm and we don't get any frosts in Victoria. Yeah, have a great one. Have, stay safe, and uh, bye-bye.